Welcome to the e-commerce growth show brought to you by Segmentify. Hi everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the e-commerce growth show. Uh, today we're talking SEO again with uh, Ozan from Zio Agency. So Ozan's the vice president uh, of strategy and has actually the company was founded in 2012 uh, with Ozan as well. So hi Ozan, thank you for your time. Hi Kamal, uh, thanks for having me today here. Absolute pleasure. Um, just a quick intro, Ozan. Maybe you can help our listeners about uh, a, a little bit about yourself and a little bit about Zio. Yeah, yeah, sure. Uh, I'm Ozan. I, I, I'm in SEO like uh, almost ten years. Uh, I've been working in Zio uh, ten years as well. Uh, so Zio is a digital marketing agency uh, serving on SEO, PPC, and digital analytics. Um, we have different kind of clients, different uh, clients from different industries. Uh, my first focus uh, is always uh, SEO. Uh, so uh, today uh, I'm trying to, you know, uh, share uh, some of my knowledge with you. Thank you, Ozan. So there's actually a specific area we want to talk to you about today. Um, so. Uh, you know, we, we we picked competitive analysis and SEO competitive analysis. So, um, you know, we want to kind of dig into that various angles and get your views on. So maybe just start off with a basic question of what is an SEO competitive analysis, Ozan? Yeah, sure. That's my favorite topic, by the way. Uh, that's the, you know, one task I really uh, want to do for every project. Uh, so uh, as the VP of strategy, of course, uh, it's the uh, I mean, the first task you should uh, complete uh, before creating the strategy. Uh, so SEO competitive analysis, everyone knows about it, of course, like uh, spying your competitors, uh, understanding the market and uh, etc. Uh, but uh, regarding SEO, uh, SEO competitive analysis, uh, like um, trying to uh, understand how Google uh, will, uh, you know, treat your website uh between your uh, you know uh, competitors uh, that's why actually seo competitive analysis is uh, really really uh, important so uh would it be good to summarize as saying like understanding the business and the potential market from that side or yes this is yeah yeah exactly exactly uh, so because um it's not like just uh, looking at your uh, competitors website uh, you need to understand uh, how is the, you know, uh, SERP uh, landscape. So that's really important. Wonderful. And in terms of uh, the actual analysis being important, um, when you, you know, are we, what, what are we actually uh, looking for at this stage when we start? Is it uh, where we're at, um, our competitors? um what's you know what are the key factors that we should start off with Ozan? actually um i think we should start uh, with uh, differentiate our business competitors uh, and seo competitors because uh, most of the time uh, you know uh, it can be uh, different uh, from each other like uh, business competitors like uh, businesses um, targeting same audience uh, you know doing the uh, maybe selling same product uh, doing um, same business but seo competitors is a little bit different than that um, even if 
uh, even if a website uh, is not your direct competitor on real life, uh, it can be your competitor uh, in the eyes of the Google, uh, in the SERP. So you need to differentiate your business competitors and SEO competitors, um, and then uh, start your uh, SEO competitor uh, research. Yeah, so in the real world, we might be competing with, you know, particular names and uh, brands going after the same customers with a very similar type of service. But actually, it may not relate directly onto the online world. And um, it's about focusing there and make sure that you understand who your online uh, competitors are as well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Especially for uh, B2B businesses. Uh, most of the B2B businesses, um, you know, are, are not visible uh, enough on Google, uh, but they are uh, our uh, direct competitors. But uh, in terms of SEO, um, generally, uh, some content websites uh, can be uh, our direct competitor uh, on SEO. Okay. And once we've analyzed that bit, Ozan, and we've understood, okay, online, this is what we look like, this is where we're at, and this is where we're actually competing, um, or, or what can we do to improve that situation? So I'd understand we'd want to align more online with our day-to-day -day business competitors and be, be really be seen, or how do you move away? What actions can you take from there, Ozan? Actually, after you differentiate, you know, after you know your uh, SEO competitors, uh, I mean, uh, the competitors uh, on search engine result page, SERP, um, you need to uh, start spying uh, on those websites. Uh, you need to look at their, uh, you know, content strategy. You need to uh, look at their uh, technical, uh, you know, technical health, site health and site structure. Um, those kind of uh, SEO points uh, you should check. Uh, then uh, you can uh, start uh, acting uh, based on uh, those findings. Uh, for example, you need to, uh, of course, uh, before anything else, be, be, before uh, acting uh, on anything, uh, you need to create a, a good keyword research. Um, what I uh, prefer is uh, doing my keyword research uh, based on solely competitors, actually, uh, because it's, uh, it will give me a comprehensive idea uh, about market and um, about uh, my audience, actually, uh, what uh, people are searching right now uh, and uh, what is the main traffic sources uh, on my competitors' websites. So uh, that's how you can, you know, um, uh, draw a draft strategy uh, for your uh, content effort. Uh, after that, uh, you can create a, maybe a content uh, gap analysis. Uh, that's how uh, you will know what is uh, how my uh, competitors get traffic, but uh, I'm not getting uh, those traffic, the, those uh, specific keywords you can uh, get with uh, content gap analysis. And it, it can be a whole different strategy for you, uh, like uh, creating uh, a new, uh, maybe sub-directory in your website, now new content pages uh, on your uh, websites. And of course, another um, analysis should be uh, backlink analysis. Uh, I mean, link profile analysis, you need to know um, how you can, especially if you are a, a new websites, 
uh, backlinks are uh, still uh, really important ranking factors for Google. Uh, so uh, you need to know how you can, uh, you know, get uh, those uh, backlinks, get easy backlinks. If you know uh, which uh, websites uh, giving backlinks uh, to your competitors, if you find the common uh, backlink sources, so you can just, uh, you know, prioritize your outreach efforts uh, and focus those kind of uh, websites. So uh, it will, uh, you know, uh, make you uh, quicker uh, to get uh, more visibility. What would be the main um, extra complexities with the larger business uh, size you go to? So you mentioned, um, you know, if you're at a startup, definitely look at the backlinks. So strategy-wise, as, as a, you know, the larger you get, you know, what would be the extra complexities in that um, uh, kind of starting point? Uh, after like uh, after you create your uh, strategy, um, maybe uh, I mean, of course, it's a starting point, uh, like finding uh, common areas and finding gaps, uh, and then uh, you need to, of course, uh, fill that gap because, um, like uh, you know, SEO uh, like a black box, like a zero sum game. Uh, you need to uh, understand the landscape and then reverse engineer everything. That's how Google works, actually, because we don't know uh, we, we don't know uh, about the algorithm uh, Google is you know serving us uh, on uh, Google Search. So that's uh, you need to uh, you always uh, need to continue to uh, look at your uh, competitors and uh, find those gaps and try to uh, find to fill those gaps actually but there are numerous uh, strategy to uh, fill those kind of gaps like uh, you can create content uh, you can find a new backlink opportunity uh, you can uh, create your uh, whole size structure from scratch so uh, it's uh, you know depends on the type of your websites if you have an e-commerce websites uh, it should be a totally different approach. If you have some uh, kind of like um, one-page uh, B2B business, SaaS business, then you need to, uh, you know, create, probably create a, a knowledge-based blog kind of, uh, you know, uh, structure on your web page. So it is totally, it depends on um, your uh, industry, your website type. Nowadays as well, there's, so many tools out there aren't there Rosanne? it's like there's a uh, uh there's there's so many tools ai non-ni to help in that process um tell us a little bit more about the, the what kind of tools would be helpful to uh, uh you know online seo uh of course like i said um i think we need to uh start with google itself uh, you know, because at first we need to uh, look at Google and we need to analyze SERP. And uh, SERP uh, has uh, too many uh, different, uh, you know, aspects, different points. Like uh, you can uh, look at the 10 uh, simple blue links, like the rankings. Uh, you can uh, look at the SERP feature if there is any uh, knowledge graph, if there is any feature snippet, if, uh, if there is any uh, image carousel like that. So we need to at our... Uh, you know, go to tool actually uh, Google itself. After that, we need to um, continue with keyword research. 
for keyword research, I usually use uh, SEMrush uh, and Ahrefs. So uh, those two tools um, are the best tools uh, in the market, I guess, uh, especially in terms of database, because uh, the main problem is um, that kind of research tools, uh, they should be having uh, the best database, the largest database. So uh, Hrefs and SEMrush uh, have it. Uh, that's why I'm using uh, them. And then uh, for creating content strategy, of course, again, uh, you can use SEMrush, Hrefs to, you know, uh, deep dive into your keyword research, like uh, creating content gap analysis uh, or creating a keyword research based on a keyword, on a topic, not uh, your competitors, because after you create your uh, keyword research based on your competitors, uh, you need to deep dive on it and uh, you need to find your priority topics uh, and you need to create a more granular, more detailed keyword research based on keywords and uh, topics. So uh, then uh, you can use uh, SEMrush and Ahrefs again. And SEMrush um, has a good uh, content uh, tool uh, in it. Uh, and Cognitive SEO, I use uh, Cognitive SEO for uh, content effort, like uh, with Cognitive SEO, uh, you can uh, you can supply the SERP, like uh, first 10, uh, 20 competitors, uh, just uh, in terms of uh, content uh, metrics, like uh, because they have uh, some metrics for like content score, uh, they show uh, the you know backlinks um, landing those uh, competitor page, and uh, they have the they show you the uh, focus keyword number, uh, which is uh, really important I guess because um, you need to uh, you need to do your best uh, to you know to go up uh, on SERP. Uh, you need to do better. Uh, than your uh, best competitors, then you probably you need to uh, write, you know, longer than the uh, first one. Um, you need to use uh, keywords more uh, wisely uh, than the first one. So that's why uh, you can also use tools like SEMrush content uh, tool or cognitive SEO. And the um, other one you mentioned was was it Ahrefs? Uh, so Semrush, Ahrefs, Ahrefs, yeah, yeah. And cognitive SEO, you, um, you find do really well for like content strategy in particular. Uh, how hard are they to get, like? Kind of how accessible are they? Do they take training, or um, is it really quite intuitive to just log in and understand how to use these tools? Uh... For me, yes, it is pretty uh, easy. Uh, maybe I'm not the one, yeah, you know, because uh, I can't imagine uh, right now how uh, an SEO newbie or, uh, or someone just new to SEO um, will see, will understand uh, those tools. But I think it's pretty easy because um, there's a search bar. You can uh, search any websites uh, from site explorers and uh, you can uh, get keyword data, traffic data, and probably uh, you use day by day, uh, you will uh, get better and it will be easy, actually. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I am the other side, Ozan. I'm not a full SEO guy, um, <laughs> but I have tried and I found them fairly intuitive um, uh, to get used to. Um, and do you use like any other like type of tools for like monitoring or, you know, 
you, you mentioned link building. Um, is there any other kind of uh, tools that kind of help? Yeah, yeah, sure. Uh, for link building as well, you can uh, use uh, SEMrush um, and Ahrefs. I always call it Ahrefs, by the way. I don't know why, but uh, Ahrefs seems like a little bit odd for me. So uh, I always call it uh, Ahrefs. Uh, so um, yeah, you can use SEMrush and uh, Ahrefs uh, to you know spy on your competitor's backlink profile. But uh, I mostly prefer uh, using Majestic because uh, I always find Majestic's metrics, uh, you know, uh, more trustable uh, than Ahrefs uh, or uh, SEMrush. Uh, that's why. Uh, but um, Ahrefs and SEMrush uh, have a bigger uh, database uh, than Majestic, as far as I uh, see uh, on my analysis. But in terms of uh, you know uh, link building metrics, uh, I would prefer uh, Majestic SEO. And um, another two, uh, actually another area, like uh, we will probably talk about it, uh, like um, like I said before, competitive research should always, you know, continue. Uh, you can't finish uh, researching your competitors, spying your competitors. That's why uh, monitoring uh, and especially real-time monitoring is really, really important. Uh, so... Um, and those kind of tools are uh, hard to find, I guess. Um, they're like, uh, there is uh, Samrush, Ahrefs, Cognitive SEO, different tools for content and, uh, you know, uh, keyword analysis. But in, uh, when it comes to monitoring, uh, I know two great tools. Uh, one of them is Content King uh, and the other one is uh, Little Warden. Um, you can use those tools to uh, monitor your competitors, like if they are changing, uh, changing their uh, robots.txt, uh, or if they, if they are changing, if there is a, a new URL on their sitemap, uh, or you can track uh, some specific page, and uh, if anything change with uh, that page, uh, you can uh, get alerts. Uh, so uh, I think those kind of tools, uh, you know, um, the number of those kind of tools will uh, increase uh, in the near future. And uh, uh, thank you. There's some awesome tools there to check out for uh, everybody, Ozan. So, you know, there's definitely some that I haven't heard of there. Um, but you mentioned there kind of a competitor analysis never ends. Okay, so um, kind of trying to understand how is the best way these things are mapped, resourced and planned. Um, you say it never ends. Is it really like a, a, a whole resource requirement to continually do it? Is there a requirement from a Google side to constantly show that you are actively making amendments? So, you know, what is the type of kind of resource required, uh, you know, to, to get something like this? Because obviously a lot of companies don't always do it in-house. They work with companies like Zio and, uh, you know, SEO agencies. So is that because of complexity again? Um, just interested to understand about the resources. Um, actually, you know, um, Google Google always uh, is changing something about uh, SERP. Uh, there are so many, like maybe last year, there, there were so many uh, updates and um, it was the maybe the, you know, uh, toughest year for uh, an SEO, like uh, in uh, five years. 
because there were so many uh, Google updates and uh, most of them uh, were really, really important updates. So uh, when Google changed something, um, it may change your SERP competitor. So you need to um, understand uh, this approach well. You know, uh, nothing is stable uh, in, a, in a SEO life, actually. So that's why you need to uh, continue um, spying on your uh, competitors. And um, besides Google, your uh, like uh, the SEO scene is getting uh, crowder and crowder every day. Like five years ago, uh, no one you know were investing SEO uh, this much. So, but now everyone uh, knows. Uh, the importance of SEO, and uh, they are now investing um, in SEO. So, uh, and it will increase, of course, the uh, investing in SEO uh, will increase probably. So that means um, a website, uh, maybe uh, it wasn't your competitor two years ago, but now uh, in, in two years, uh, they put really good effort on SEO, and now they can be your direct competitors on SERP. So that's why you need to, it's not just uh, spying the, uh, you know, top three results uh, in SERP because you need to be aware of uh, some kind of newcomers, uh, some kind of innovative uh, competitors because you need to innovate uh, to, you know, uh, get position uh, on the high level in, on SERP. So that's why it's uh, really, really uh, important. And it really makes it uh, a complex uh, task complex uh, process. Uh, how easy is it to learn about the Google updates, Ozan? So, you know, over the years, you know, just focusing on, so we started off, you know, always start off at Google. Now, as we go through the conversation, we understand, okay, you know, Google's an organization which is trying to control that, this exponential growth as well. You know, it's not all there to be prohibitive. You know, they're trying to create a good experience. So, do, is there regular updates that go out? Do you need to be into forums or, you know, what's that process of being aware of, oh, there's a big Google change coming up? Oh, what are the changes? Um, Google generally, uh, you know, posts something about uh, those important updates. But um, as Google said, uh, like there are tons of uh, updates uh, every day, every month, every week uh, in Google algorithm. But uh, for important ones, uh, really important ones, uh, Google uh, post a tweet uh, or a post a blog post uh, for the important, especially uh, for core updates. Uh, but uh, we, uh, every SEO, uh, you know, uh, know that like uh, everything can change uh, anytime uh, on Google SERP. So we are uh, always, that's why it's not like you can't, uh, you know, um, uh, you, you can't fix your uh, websites uh, according to updates. You need to do the best practices so updates can do nothing to you. You know, that should be the, uh, you know, main uh, purpose uh, of an uh, SEO work, SEO study. So that's how uh, actually, um, if you are doing good on SEO, if you know your thing, if you investing in the right way. Uh, so uh, most of the time, uh, those updates 
uh, won't harm uh, your traffic. Uh, but if you are not doing uh, this right, uh, then uh, it's possible to um, get some harm. So uh, back away from uh, Google, just another idea, um, just watching the market change. Is it becoming more and more automated now, Ozan? Is it really important to invest into the tools that you've kind of mentioned and away from, uh, you know, um, you know, is it just becoming more and more automated each day, I guess? Yeah. Uh, do you mean like uh, AI content creation, something like that? Yeah, so I see, you know, lots more tools coming out, offering various different services. And I'm just wondering in terms of the competitiveness, like you say, somebody today um, is probably not our competitor, but they could fall into our line, you know, with a, with a few changes. So uh, to be constantly available looking, is that is that driving it more towards an automated like tools that are constantly monitoring and looking and then just providing us back reports? Or is there still a really huge um you know requirement or push towards you need hands-on reviewing mm, i think both actually because uh, scalability is becoming a really big problem uh for seo because we, we start to, you know dealing with so many competitors and uh, you need to scale um your effort uh, to especially handle with uh, you know uh, large competitors like if you are an you know e-commerce website, uh, how how can you compete with uh, you know ASOS or uh, Amazon? You know you need to scale it somehow, and uh, that's that's why automation is really really important. Um, so, but um, actually, it's a you know discussion uh, point, another discussion point for uh, most of SEOs. Like, uh, if uh, should we use uh, AI content uh, creation, or should we use a hands-on approach? But uh, my approach uh, can be like, um, we should use AI, but not uh, just creating uh, this whole content, you know, uh, but we can use AI tools to create the very best briefs for our content writers, because um, AI tools are, uh, it's like mind-blowing. Uh, especially in like uh, last last years, like it is uh, always improving, always improving. Like uh, to see that it's uh, it's really exciting, uh, I guess. And we need we need to uh, use uh, those kind of technology uh, to stand out uh, on the competition. But we can use it to create the very best briefs for our content writers. But I still believe uh, we need to create content uh, with more hands-on approach, not uh, just using uh, AI or any kind of automation. Thank you, Ozan. And one more kind of, like, just the, some of the things that I've done when I've been involved in uh, some of these areas. You know, one of the first parts we looked at was, you know, all of the keywords and um like you say if you're competing against uh, somebody very established with you know lots of funds and they want to be where they want to be they can buy into it so um and then you mention um the last few years where the, the, you know online has just gone through the roof you know so the focus has gone onto it the investment has gone into it so how how do you get your like following your analysis how do you actually get an advantage 
if you can't outbid, you know, or you're into some, uh, you know, uh, you're finding data which is very competitive among your space, you know, how, how, what do you do in that type of situation? Um, I think the most important points for that one, you know, um, prioritization is really important, uh, scalability is really important, and uh, I think granularity uh, is becoming more and more important. You know, having uh, more detailed data, uh, understanding the data is becoming more and more important. So to do that, um, you can't just um, do your keyword research, uh, have an export uh, from uh, SEMrush, uh, and go with it. You can't do that. If you do that, uh, you will probably uh, lose on the competition. You need to enrich your data. Uh, you need to uh, find the ways to, uh, you know, enrich your data um, your competitors uh, doesn't uh, have. You know, uh, you can use your uh, PPC data uh, to prioritize your uh, keyword list. Uh, you need to find your own unique way to um, cluster your keyword research. Um, and then uh, maybe you can use uh, some uh, calculated metrics. Like, um, for example, in my keyword research, I always add a, a calculated metric um, column uh, called commonality. It, show, uh, it shows me the uh, you know, frequency uh, of one keyword in uh, in all uh, keyword set uh, with my competitors. Maybe, for example, let's say uh, I have uh, 10 competitors. Um, I gathered uh, keywords uh, of my 10 competitors and um, I will look for the frequency of every keyword to see um, the, you know, uh, the commonality of a keyword because it, it will give me the relevancy. Then I can prioritize it then maybe I, I can even uh, take it uh, as a whole uh, cluster, whole topic. Uh, you need to do some, uh, you know, you need to uh, show some kind of different approach to all data. Uh, you can do, do this to your uh, backlink data, keyword research data. Um, even uh, you can, you know, uh, track your uh, competitors' websites uh, like sitemap. Uh, and uh, use those kind of data, uh, competitor data, to um, create some kind of uh, silver lining, some kind of, uh, you know, uh, that kind uh, shining point for you and uh, go uh, with that. For example, uh, one of our um, ex-consultants, Mert, um, created a, a sitemap extractor uh, for uh, us, for Zio, and uh, with with those sitemap extractor, actually, um, we tracked our uh, competitors' sitemap, and uh, that's how we always get uh, an alert if they add some kind, some new uh, web page, some new content page onto their websites. So right away. So now we can uh, also publish. The same content, same page, but with better content. So that's how uh, you can always stand out um, from the competition, I guess. Great. So the, the, the key bit is to stand out from the competition and 
you kind of need to add new dimensions and look at metrics in particular a frequency commonality you said yeah like you 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 look at um you know positions url volumes and that type of thing yeah 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 it's almost at the start of the journey really isn't it Ozan? yeah i mean um it's really you know um it will get uh, harder and harder to uh, you know get any kind of uh, visibility in uh, google so um yeah it's a, a hard game and uh, everybody should um, i think should be aware of um, this approach Ozan, today we, we, you know we've gone over everything from um, you know, all the different types of tools, the processes, uh, discussing strategies, the metrics we should look at. Um, and I'm really grateful for your time. I think, you know, there's a lot of value in uh, this for me. I'm definitely going to be checking out some of the tools you've mentioned. Um, so, Ozan, thank you very much for joining us today. Oh, thank you. Thank you, Kamal. Uh, another word. So uh, thanks for uh, having me today here. It's been an absolute pleasure. Speak soon. Bye-bye.